Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Outrage Science Bites, the companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. I'm David Beckmeyer, your host and Outrage Overlord. This is day 24 of the Na Pod Pomo Challenge. That's National Podcast Post Month. That's a challenge to produce a podcast episode every single day for 30 days in a row, 30 days for the 30 days of November. So today's episode is going to be a sort of lighthearted look at the outrage associated with daylight saving time. So let's just jump right in. In today's world governed by precise timekeeping and synchronized schedules, we find ourselves embroiled in a biannual battle against the dreaded time change. As we begrudgingly adjust our clocks for daylight saving time, we voice our grievances about lost sleep, disrupted routines, and the general inconvenience of this antiquated practice. And, by the way, the correct term is daylight saving time. That's saving, not savings. People get that wrong all the time. Anyway, amidst all our grumblings, let's take a step back and appreciate the absurdity of our situation. We, with our atomic clocks and smartphones, are locked in a struggle against a timekeeping system that originated centuries ago, long before the concept of a fixed hour existed. In the days before mechanical clocks, the length of an hour was not a constant 60 minutes. Instead, it varied depending on the season, with shorter hours in winter and longer hours in summer. From ancient sundials and water clocks to the modern-day atomic clocks that regulate our lives, we've always sought ways to quantify and measure the passage of time. The concept of dividing the day into 24 hours can be traced back to the ancient Egyptians, who used sundials to track the sun's movement across the sky. The Romans adopted this system, and the term hour comes from the Latin ora, meaning a twelfth part. Ancient civilizations defined the hour as one-twelfth of the daylight period. This meant that hours were shorter in winter and longer in summer. Imagine a world where the workday began at a different time each day, dictated by the whims of the sun. Picture appointments being scheduled according to the ever-changing length of an hour. Picture the chaos of trying to coordinate train schedules or airline flights if the length of an hour was not universal. In this world of variable hours, life was governed by the natural rhythm of the day, not by rigid timetables and synchronized clocks. Our ancestors set their lives to the rising and setting of the sun, their daily routines dictated by the availability of daylight. This practice ended with the development of mechanical clocks in the Middle Ages. Mechanical clocks were more accurate than sundials and water clocks, and they allowed for the standardization of equal-length hours. This meant that hours were no longer defined by the length of daylight, but rather by the ticking of the clock. By the 17th century, equal-length hours had become the standard method of timekeeping. The adoption of equal-length hours had a profound impact on society, as it allowed for more precise scheduling of events, improved communication, and the development of new technologies. However, it also meant that the natural variation of daylight hours was no longer taken into account. In 1784, Benjamin Franklin proposed a plan to save energy by setting clocks forward one hour in the summer. However, it wasn't until World War I that daylight savings time was adopted. Germany was the first country to implement daylight saving time in 1916, followed by the United States, Britain, and many others. The idea was simple. 
By making better use of daylight hours, we could reduce our reliance on artificial lighting. In theory, this would save energy and money. But despite its noble intentions, daylight saving time has always been a source of debate and controversy, including people saying it daylight savings time. People complain about the disruption to their sleep schedules, the increased risk of accidents, and the negligible energy savings. While we may complain about the inconvenience of adjusting our clocks twice a year, our ancestors managed their lives without the precision of fixed hours. So the next time you find yourself cursing the time change, take a moment to appreciate the relative simplicity of our modern timekeeping system. Embrace the absurdity of the situation, the irony of our frustration with a system that has made our lives infinitely easier than those of our forebearers, and remember, this too shall pass. In a few weeks, we'll forget about the whole thing until next season. Till then, let's raise a glass to the absurdity of time and our relentless pursuit of its measurement. Cheers! If you like these Science Bites episodes, this one a little bit different than some of the others, if you like these episodes, you may like the long-form Outrage Overload podcast. That's a podcast where I speak with real experts instead of just me rambling on. So we talk to scientists, researchers, authors, and other experts about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and how to lower the temperature. That podcast can be found at outrageoverload.net or, of course, on all the, all the podcast players, Apple, Spotify, and so on. That's Outrage Overload. And again, the website is outrageoverload.net. That's also where you can find the past episodes of this Outrage Science Bites episode, this, these little short snippet episodes. And you can scroll down at outrageoverload.net, and you'll find a link to Outrage Science Bites at the bottom. Thanks for listening, and watch for another episode tomorrow.